You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I am your host, Redbird, and with me is my buddy, BDLG. Bordy, um, how you doing tonight, dude? I'm good, man. I'm doing good. I'm going to have to talk really, really loud because apparently my audio is jacked up for some reason, <laughs> which I think you caused. I think it's your fault, man, but it's okay. We're going to make it through it, dude. It'll uh, be fine. Listen, dude. Okay. Every time that I've screwed up the audio, I've admitted it to you. This is not one of those times. <laughs> okay. I, There's something I, different I mean, on I here. haven't changed anything. Okay. I, I Okay. We'll just agree to disagree, man. And we'll, right. we'll just, hey. Still gonna have a good show, you know. It's fine. Yeah, dude, uh, we're gonna have a great show. We are going to do our first ever um, promotion uh, from NewWorldFans.com, uh, the first company we're gonna put on the podcast. So I'm excited about that. Um, the name of the the company is The Turnips Calling. It's a sneak peek onto what's up above. And then we're gonna talk about Amazon streaming service that they recently announced, Luna. And how that may uh, kind of hint at or maybe allude to the availability on console uh, once New World launches. And then uh, for our main topic, we're going to talk about a, f- a map that was data mined recently uh, that was posted on Reddit. Uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty convincing image of, of a full-size map from a tournament. And so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to kind of dive into the uh, you know the intricacies of the map and and traveling around it and 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 what this uh, this version of the map may hold for New World and its players. So, Bordy, uh, I, mean, I might give you the honors here because we all know you're better at reading than I am. Uh, let's promote unless you don't have it up. Do you have it up? Yeah, I do. Okay, man. so let let's give a little bit of shout out here to Eternum's Calling. All right, yeah. So Eternum's Calling, they are a NA guild. Their faction is undecided as of right now. English-speaking uh, uh, company. Their focus is PVX, size 51+, plus, and they are currently recruiting. So Eternum's Calling, they are a group of New World players who are looking to grow and succeed together. The company is mainly based in the U.S., but they are accepting any and all who wish to play on the NA servers with them. They currently have over 100-plus members in the Discord, but they are, of course, looking for company governors and consoles as they move from preview into Alpha 3 and then on into the launch of spring of 2021. So they say that their company is founded by a group of core players who have been playing MMORPG games for over a decade. They have many players who have played at the top level of content in their respective backgrounds, including WoW, Video, Guild Wars 2, Arcage, EverQuest, and more. And they are there primarily to help grow the community and the company and to make sure that anyone there is willing to learn and they all want to succeed and exceed their own expectations within Eternum. So it says that they expect or what you can expect from their company is a community that was founded on people who made guides for content and games. And you can expect many guides, information and tips and tricks found in the game to be posted in their discord. And they're going to have multiple groups of people running all content almost all the time to ensure that everyone stays ahead of the game. So this company sounds like they're very community-based and they're wanting to participate in every aspect of the game, which is awesome. They also understand that people have busy lives and don't worry, uh, they aren't requiring they are requiring you to play the game uh, full-time and work a full-time job. So they are kind of catering between uh, every everyone from hardcore PVPers who just want to know life the game and then people who just kind of play a little bit more casually. So they're kind of wanting to be an in-between 
uh, type of guilds. They do have a Discord, and we'll post that in the show notes in the link below as well as on the VOD. Yes, and you can go over to NewWorldFans.com and search uh, through our guild listings or company listings uh, over there, and you will see Eternum's calling at the top. Uh, they, uh, you know, uh, seem like a very good group of people here. And, and I respect when people mention within their company or at least, uh, make it noted that, that you don't have to know life the game. I think what we're going to see is the, uh, the general MMO population is now a working uh, population where none of us are like, you know, 16 living on our, or there are some of us, but a majority of us have moved out, gotten jobs, and and we can't play the or no life the game anymore. So it's nice to see companies that are kind of help cater to that demographic because me and you fall into that demographic as well. So uh, you're much older than I am, but um, you know we still I'm not, dude. I'm we like, still put up with uh, oh your boomer shenanigans. That's all right, dude. I'm my, I, older but better looking. You know what I mean? Uh, go that's with that. debatable too. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, Eternum's calling, guys. Go check that out. Uh, again, we'll have some posting in the show note. If you want your company to be promoted on, on another episode of uh, New World to Go, come over uh, to newworldfans.com, set up an account, and, and create a, create your uh, company. You could be uh, you know promoted on, on an episode just like this. So, guys, uh, moving on to the next topic, uh, we have officially gotten information about Amazon streaming service Luna. Now, Luna is is basically Amazon's answer, I think, to Stadia, uh, Google's streaming service. Uh, it does have some similarities also to uh, to Xbox's Game Pass. So, um, Bordy, uh, Luna is obviously, or a lot of people have thought it's moving in this direction uh, into basically gaming being entirely a stream a streaming. Uh, platform like a Netflix or or something like that. Uh, so, what are your first thoughts when you hear that Amazon, of course, a a, a big or massive company, is going to step into the uh, streaming service of gaming as well? I mean, it's pretty interesting, man. I haven't really had much experience on like a Stadia or any of these streaming services, so I don't really know how well they work as of yet. But it's pretty interesting, especially with them going into the gaming industry, like developing games. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out moving forward for sure. Yeah, and, and you know it's interesting because since I mean since we've uh, been killed children a long time ago and moved up through uh, you know Nintendo and then Sega and then PlayStation and then Xbox, you know it's kind of whittled themselves down basically to to three separate platforms and and really if you're talking about like big like flashy gaming, it's just Xbox and and PlayStation. So now you're seeing Google. And Amazon also step into this console type of uh, uh, gaming service, but they're taking a different approach with streaming. Um, so I think me and you have talked a little bit about this on the podcast uh, before about uh, New World and how fr- uh, console friendly the the combat is. You know, with a few amount of active skills to manage and and the action combat and the you know the Dark Souls type of gameplay. Uh, what are your thoughts on how soon? Because I think, I mean, I-, I think at this point we think it- it'll eventually come to fruition. We just don't know I- exactly when. But how soon are we going to see like a console port of, of-, of New World uh, post launch? I really have no idea. I- because here's the thing, man. Whenever this game first fir- was first announced, and I think even still, I may be wrong. I haven't looked at their FAQ in a little while, but it- in their FAQ, that question is specifically asked and they said they had no plans of bringing it bringing it to console ever so i would think 
that that's probably changing. Uh, I, I don't know if, you know, it being delayed has anything to do with them trying to get that done or not. Who knows? Um, I, I wouldn't think so. I would think that they're more pushing towards content and making the game really great before they do any kind of port. But I would assume and think that at some point it will be on console because you're right. And there's a pretty interesting Reddit post about this very topic, too. And I don't remember who posted it, and I wish I could go back uh, and look at it. I'll, I'll have to I'll link that in the show notes somewhere. But there is a Reddit post out there discussing this as well. And they, they have a very interesting screenshot on there, which we have thought about and talked about before on the podcast. But the way that the abilities are lined out, it's very controller-friendly. Right. And this the graphic that that uh, the Reddit user had posted, it is it is it outlines that very nicely and is exactly what I had in my brain whenever I thought about how controller friendly the game is. You can use the D pad to move between your consumables. Uh, you know, there's the, there's three abilities and then you can swap your weapons easily with your trigger buttons. I mean, it is very controller friendly. So I would think at some point they would eventually move it to console. I don't know why. I think it would only be a good thing for the game if there was cross platform uh play amongst you know all of the all the consoles would be dope yeah i think uh, i believe this for a long time and, and it kind of irritates me now when games won't uh you know um place it or put it in place uh cross console or, or cross cross platform gaming being able to play with my friends who have consoles that aren't as you know pc uh, gamers are pretty dedicated gamers still obviously there's becoming more and more of us but still obviously the investment initially to get into PC gaming is a lot higher. Uh, obviously, the you know the standard or or uh, performance of the PC is typically viewed as uh, better, of course. But now, as these new consoles are coming out and they're basically PCs at this point, you know it, it becomes closer and closer to blurring the lines of we're all playing on a on a very similar device, you know. And uh, we, like you had mentioned, the, the, the Reddit post over there uh, did pretty good job. I think I saw that too, They where they had signed out all the buttons of the Xbox controller to the different, uh, you know, the skill slots. And, and uh, you know, that, I think that's the future, man. I think uh, having more and more platforms to uh, have these games available on and, and obviously uh, with those two uh, primary, you know, consoles in the console war, getting more and more opportunities to have different gaming platform or uh, games on their platforms, uh, it just kind of opens up the the possibilities for not only the games to grow, but the consoles, uh, you know, to grow as well. So you, it's a no-brainer that if Amazon has a gaming streaming service, that New World would be available on that, I would think. Uh, but maybe that's as far as they go. Maybe they do not put, maybe it's like a, you know, a Luna exclusive at that point. Who knows? Yeah, true. Maybe so. That's, that could be that. That could be a thing. Maybe it's a Luna exclusive and then not ported over to Xbox or PS4, which you know may be a reason for people to sign up for Luna. I, I may at that point, dude, because how dope would it be to have a Bluetooth controller and have your phone out and being able to go do a little bit of gathering or something on your phone while you're sitting around, you know, well at work. You know what I mean? Mm, <laughs> not at work. Not at work. Uh, doing something yeah. else. You know, I, I don't know, man. It might be interesting. I don't know how it would work. I don't know how well it's going to work. The latency is a little bit of an issue. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, though. One of the little kids that goes to your school, now they know they, they know that uh, Mr. Bordy, he plays video games in his <laughs> office. And they're they're going to come over there. That's and, what I do with my They're going to yeah, run over there and be time. like, hey, man, yeah. I heard you play video games in here. <laughs> I want in or else I'm going to narc on yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah, 
It's interesting because Stadia really did, hasn't had a lot of success yet. You know what I mean? Like it seemed like a really good idea, and and you know initially uh, it started with the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. They were trying to move towards a streaming service, anyways, right? Where you could only buy a digital version of the game. It had to be installed on your hard drive, and then that was the only way. There was a lot of pushback, and they ended up reverting that. Now you see this next generation of of um, Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five, and um, you know, PlayStation has two separate versions, one without a disk drive and one with one, but they still obviously must be a need or uh, a large group of people that are demanding that there still be a hard copy of the game, right? So, you know, I think Stadia and now Luna, once they step into the game, are, are a little bit maybe ahead of their time as far as like, now you only can have this game that's available on a cloud, you know, and then what happens yeah. when the service shuts down and all those concerns are obviously there and, 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 pe- and concern people, obviously. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how successful Luna is. And, and I think it'll rely a lot on to how good Luna Plus is, which is their uh, their uh, Xbox Game Pass type of uh, feature. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm 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 interested and I may get it and try it out and just see how it works, you know. I don't know. Uh it's it's going to be an interesting thing to see, but you made a great point about how some people they may be ahead of their time because some people do still like to have physical copies of their games. I'm really not in that category anymore even though maybe I should be. Back whenever I had my my store, I used to have a retail store. It's called Borderland Games and and there was there was whenever the Xbox 1 came out, uh, and they were pushing more towards digital. People threw, you remember whenever people threw such a big fit about that? Uh, I think it's becoming more widely accepted now that everything's get, getting pushed digital. But there are, st- there are still people who love to have their physical copies of games and see them on their, on their shelves and, and go trade them in and all that type of thing. So I don't know what percentage of the market that is right now, but I would think it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So maybe right now is the perfect time for something like the Luna to come out to rival the Stadia. We'll see, man. And it's going to be super interesting to see how New World plays into all of that, to see if it is available on the Luna, which would make it, it wouldn't make any sense if it wasn't, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be really It's just silly. like not, you. it'd be like them not utilizing Twitch to advertise uh, their game. Like, it just doesn't make uh, right. any sense, right? But they haven't really done that yet either. <laughs> well, so I don't know. They did a good job about uh, promoting like Asmongold when he was streaming and stuff like that during the. And they did send uh, yeah, some streamers true. some um, packages and everything like that. But I'm sure, like once the game gets closer to launch, they'll even further uh, integrate that, uh, you know, that marketing into their system too. Uh, yeah, dude, I, selfish. I want dev streams is what I want. Uh, hey, you know? man, that's what I'm I would for, like to see. I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll sign that petition, dude. Let's get some dev streams up in here. You know, I mean, hey, yeah. any of you guys listen to the podcast, man? We'd love to have you on. We we would love to. Uh, you know, do an interview with you if if you ha- happen to hear this. Also, uh, to you know, Bordy, and here's something that that um, you know, kind of I guess is uh, you know, on the radar for uh, Luna and and Luna Plus, and something that you know, I guess is kind of uh, a counterpoint to what we've been talking about is PC gamers have kind of been living that life forever now. Like we, I mm-hmm. only. Granted, we do download our games uh, from Steam onto our computer, but I mean, I delete those games all the time yeah, to make <laughs> to make yeah. room for other games, and and you know, uh, there's always it's always there for me when I want it. And Steam is a pretty established platform, so you would think that you know it's going to be around for a decent amount of time. But what happens if Steam up and just says like, oh yeah, by the way, we're not providing 
yeah, service true. anymore. Exactly. Nobody knows. But I, it's, it's, it's just a matter of time before everything gets pushed in that direction anyway. I mean, never before has a console released without a disk drive. You know what I mean? So it's right. getting pushed further and further in that direction. But I don't know if Luna is too soon. Maybe they should. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. All right, man. Well, uh, coming to our main topic tonight and something that I think is very, very interesting is the uh, or a supposed leak or spoiler to the full-size map of the Turnum. Now, you can go over to reddit.com and find a post from EXPS Gaming. Uh, it was posted about six days ago now. Uh, it is called, uh, you know, it's a spoiler, uh, full map, uh, full, full world map for New World was Datamine. So, uh, if you go over there, Bordy, and you click on the first image, the then you see a pretty impressive uh, sized map about, I would say, close to double the size of the one from the preview event. And, uh, dude, it looks a lot different than I would have thought it, uh, it would look, but, um, I mean, dude, it looks pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. So, Bordy, what are your initial uh, thoughts on this uh, map image uh, that was presented? I think it's going to be pretty spot on. I mean, whenever you look at the map that we have currently and you, you look up there to the northeast uh, there is some shaded area that looks like the map's going to extend on further out. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if this is the map that we get on release. Uh, with more settlements, more more uh, points of interest, I'm all for it, man. I'm here for it, dude. I, I would love to have a bigger map than we had on the preview event. And I think it's very possible looking at this. And then you take the map that we had, you look at this map, it makes it makes a lot of sense that this is potentially what we could get on release. So we'll see. If not on release, I would assume that they have plans for expansions later on that's going to include this part of the map. Right, and that's a great point. Um, this could very well be plans for the future. Maybe they've already established uh, you know, where they want to take a tournament and which direction they're going to move once they add uh, different content and everything like that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's pretty believable, man. Do, so I think both of us maybe, I think it's obviously easily believable that this is the map that they have in mind. Uh, whether it be at launch or in the future. So, uh, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on, uh, Bordy, uh, the will newer, uh, sorry, I guess we kind of mentioned that, but do you think this will be the launch map or what are your, what is your percentage chance that they will add this much before the game actually launches? And, and, and what do you think the effects of, of almost doubling the size of the map will have on, on the, uh, overall gameplay experience? Whew, man, I don't know what the percentage is they're going to add that because on the one hand, I know they're wanting to add other types of content. I feel like what we played in the preview, I felt like the map was was not the issue, right? I, I felt like the map size, the map itself wasn't really the issue. It was more so the content within that map. I, I So I would I would like to see them, unless this is something they already had ready to go, I would much prefer them to focus on the mid to end game content and then put the map out with an expansion at some point. I think that would be my ideal uh, route to go be just because I know the game desperately needs more content in the game and the map size to me wasn't near as important, but if this is something they already had ready to go and it's just, it's just there already, then dude, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm about it, man, because the map, the map side, the bigger the map, you know, the better to, and to a certain extent, I think, but adding, almost double the map size i think would be fine uh, in terms of what effect that would have on gameplay i mean oh boy 
I don't know, man, because there's, you know, the fast travel that we have right now, um, I guess would be fine. You could essentially move from, from all the way across the map as long as you travel there once. So I don't know that it would, that it would affect a whole lot because there is fast travel options in the game right now. It's not like you just have to run everywhere. You run there once and then you have the option to fast travel there again. So, so I don't know how, I don't know that it would really have a huge effect on people's gameplay and the way they play the game, to be honest with you, because of the way you fast travel around with Azov. Yeah. One of the, th- and I'll kind of play, uh, I agree with you that, uh, the map size wasn't necessarily the, the main problem in the preview event. Obviously they're lacking like, you know, ways to interact with the world versus the sheer size of the world. Uh, you know, obviously we need to, to see a lot more content, uh, towards the mid to late game to keep things interesting and less repetitive. But one of the reasons why I think this might be the launch map is that you look at the the center of focus or the main area uh, within the uh, center or which would be the north part of the map uh, in the preview event, uh, which seemed to be the in-game zone, right? The uh, max level content uh, in the game. And you look on this map and now it is surrounded by different areas. Uh, areas that uh, hopefully would be, uh, you know, controllable by, uh, player companies. And I think that's important because uh, once you get to end game, there's only those two or three zones that are touching that end game content. And so you would think that, you know, initially, or, uh, as you, as everybody kind of moves up towards max level, those will be the only zones that really are contested frequently because those are the zones that are most important when you're talking about, reducing travel time and, and being closer to, you know, whatever kind of content is going to be involved in that in, in that in game zone. Uh, so uh, this would open up player, uh, you know, player owned property around the in game zone, almost like triple it uh, the way that this map looks anyways. And then also you get, um, you know, with the, the tail out of the end, maybe that, maybe their plans are to, uh, you know, start people out, uh, in two separate, uh, points of this map to kind of allow uh you know the spreading out of players initially and then as people level up and grow closer towards uh you know max level then they all have to come together and that it's not the center of the map but that northern part or the or the eastern part of the map and and then contest for those uh in game zones so we'll see man i i think you make a good point that that even if this is something that they're looking at it really isn't going to be like a big difference maker as far as like the in-game product yeah i think so we don't know if this is the map or not but if this is the map this is just pure speculation at this point but if this is the map one of the things i'm a tad bit disappointed in to be honest is that i kind of i would like to see more of an elongated map versus this versus this map that kind of goes over it kind of dog legs over to the left so for the listeners that aren't looking at the map and you can't see it it's it's a turnum and then the whole uh, there's like almost a whole other uh section of the map over to the west so it's it's the same map and then the northern part would still be where all the in-game content is and then just to the west there's a whole other big section of the map that's about the same size as a is now so what i'm a little disappointed in though is that i would like to see the in-game content be more in the center of the map versus at the top of the map. Because at the end of the day, man, what's going to keep players down in areas like First Light and even Everfall for that matter? Because everybody's going to be up near the northern part of the map whenever they level up, and then those places could seemingly just be abandoned. And if it was more towards the center, 
I I don't know. I just feel like that'd be a better map layout because then you'd have people coming from either end. You could have spawn points at the north, spawn points at the south whenever people first start, and then everybody converges in the middle type of thing. I, I don't know. With settlements kind of all around uh, instead of it going off to the west like that. Yeah. Um, Dude, the only thing that's really keeping people down there are like there are some unique resources that you can only obtain in certain zones, right? Uh, but then, like once that those are like easily accessible or or like you know sold and bought and easily obtained, then you're right. Like you know, what is the purpose of controlling those other zones other than you know to bring in new people into your company or or whatever? Having zones where like you know new people are going to spawn in and helping them you know, build up your ranks and then try to contest for the, uh, more popular zones, the ones that are around the end game, uh, zones. So, uh, yeah, dude, it's pretty interesting that, you know, there are some details in, uh, some of the, uh, newer areas, the areas that weren't available in the preview. Uh, but those were like, kind of like those foggy areas that were sort of fleshed out that didn't allow you to go in. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe this is something that, uh, you know, at least some of this is going to be at launch. Um, Real quick, uh, Bordy, uh, and this is, I think this is important. Uh, so now if this was the map and I, I know we're doing a little bit of speculation tonight, but if this is the full map, then, you know, what are your thoughts on, on the current fast travel system? And then of course the uh, very popular question is, will we eventually get maps in, in new world or excuse me, mounts in new world, knowing that the map is, is uh, now like twice as large. I think if the I think if the map continues to expand, I think at some point mounts will be a thing because so many people want them, right? And then also, <laughs> I hate to bring monetization into the picture here, but also we do know that New World is going to have a cash shop with skins and et cetera. It's not going to be a pay-to-win cash shop by any stretch, but there are going to be cosmetics in there. So it would make sense from a business standpoint and a monetization standpoint to add mounts because people are always going to buy skins for their mounts. I would. Like, I love that stuff, man. I eat it up. So I, I would be one of those customers. So I think at some point in the future, we will have mounts. I don't know if we'll get them on release. And especially if the map size is larger, I think that's only going to increase the demand for mounts. And then I just hope whenever that day comes, if it comes, and I do think it will, I hope that they implement mounts in a way that makes sense for this type of game. And it doesn't completely bypass the PVP system because that is what my biggest concern is for having mounts in this game is just completely bypassing the, the way you undermine territory from running. You could just get on your mount, hop on there, go do the mission real quick and then get on your mount and run back real fast. Um, so I don't know how they're going to implement that, but I hope they get it right because I do think that we will get them at some point. Now, as far as the other fast travel options go, um, I, I didn't really have too much of a problem with them in this game because there's not like, um, you know, if you fast travel while you're flagged for PVP, you, you abandon those missions. So you can't do that. So that's fine because you have to run. So you actually have to run from one point to the other. So using the Azoth to fast travel is just a convenience. And I didn't, I didn't really mind it, man. I thought the fast travel worked well in this game and I was, I was, I was okay with it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think it's well-designed. Like you said, it, it does cause you to drop your PvP missions, which are one of the main reasons that people flag up for PvP. I think that's good. What you mentioned about the mounts and them being, you know, um, kind of brought into the game, we do need to be very cautious of how, like they are with fast travel, how that affects PvP. 
uh, you know, you think that, you know, if you, you can't mount up while you're taking damage, I would hope. I, I, th I always think that that's a good way to kind of prevent people from like cheesing PVP, right? Going out, riding their mount into the PVP mission, getting what they need, and then riding out to try to avoid PVP kind of defeats the purpose of having the missions to begin with. Um, so yeah, they need to figure out a way, like maybe you get stunned or knocked off your horse and then you take damage, or maybe you, you know, you take a hard CC at that point. Who knows? I do think mounts are coming, you know. Um, I know that some people during the uh, preview event uh, had mined some data, mined some information, and and uh, there were mounts in the data of the game. So so we'll see, man. I, I think they're coming. I, I would think that, you know, how thoughtful they were with fast travel, they'll also be thoughtful with the implementation of, of mounts and, and how they bring those into the game as far as pvp missions go because dude uh you and i both i mean we're a little bit biased because we both love pvp but we know how important pvp is to the success in new world i mean it's it, it's a large part of the end game and every step of the game along the way yeah absolutely man absolutely what would you think about if they did add mounts if the game or if the map is this and it's this large and it supports a mount system because here's the thing man with the with the other map with the way the other map was i don't think it was i don't think mounts were necessary uh, with the size of the other map, do you? The, I don't think the map was was large enough. You could run from the bottom to the to, from the southern part to the northern part of the map relatively quickly if all you did was just run up there and you didn't really stop. So I don't really know that mounts were completely necessary. If the map size increases, kind of like this map, I could see that it would be more relevant. Um, what do you so, think, dude? You, you know, I, one of the important things I think about mount implementation in general is the speed of the mount, right? How much faster does it make your character? It's obviously got to be worth mounting up, right? So maybe 50% faster, 100% faster. I think those two numbers are pretty pretty uh, reasonable. Um, but yeah, you got to be really careful when you implement anything higher than like what the normal character movement speed is because then it starts to make the world feel very small. And, and that's not something you want to do in a game like this where a lot of you kind of a lot of your gameplay is based around exploration and, 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 you know, moving to new parts of the map and controlling territories and like, you know, having some sort of like uh, risk reward of not building your camp, which is another big system in the game having a spawn point close to where you're farming or doing whatever, you know, if mount speed is really high, then that kind of completely eliminates the camping system. Right. So I think they yeah. got to be careful uh, with the speed of the mount. And I, I agree with you, man. I didn't really think the game, especially in the preview event, needs mounts at all because, uh, you know, just we, you got to be careful, man. I like how big a turnum feels when you're on foot and when you're having to move from zone to zone. And I would hate to lose that feeling uh, just because, you know, I think a lot of people want mounts. Yeah, exactly. I, I you know. You make a great point there. The, the world does feel really large, and you get mounts, it's going to make it feel really small. But if the map size is the size that we're looking at here, it, that could change things quite a bit, I think, in terms of mounts. So Steam, Steam Crow in chat asks about flying mounts. Like, if the world is this big in Eternum, would we ever want to see flying mounts introduced? I, as cool as I think flying mounts are, and I think they're really cool, um, I just think that's that's where they end. It's like they're really cool. Their usability in an MMO like this, I think kind of can be really destructive to this type of MMO, especially for the PVP environment of this of this type of game because you want to see people running around on the ground. You want to have those PVP interactions. You want to have the, the a lot of people being flagged up for PVP because that's how this entire game revolves and works. And I think if you added flying mounts to that, um, 
there's no way somebody could flag it for PvP and get on a flying mount for one. So maybe, you know, maybe if they added some sort of system where it was uh, a very rare thing or something like that, maybe. But if, if flying mounts are something that was just readily available to everyone, I think that would really hurt New World more than it would help it, even though flying mounts are always super cool to get on and fly around. I just don't think it would be beneficial to the game. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, fly, I'm just kind of against flying mounts, especially like in a PV in a game that uh, PVP is so important to New World. The way they implement it, and and uh, you know, again, sieging, taking control of territories, doing PVP missions to affect the influence in the zones. You know, you don't want ways to skip out on that. That's kind of the purpose of having, um, you know, minimal fast travel and and. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, obviously right now there's no mounts at all. And it kind of helps provide that, you know, sense of wonder, but also it helps provide reasons why people have to interact with each other. You know, um, if if you're going to do a PvP mission and, you know, there's a large group in that zone. We we ran into this several times during the preview event where we were trying to get our PvP missions done. But there was a guild of like 10 people in that zone, like farming mobs, and it made it almost impossible to do that uh those pvp missions to gain influence and that just happened to be that guild that was controlling that territory at the time so it was pretty you know pretty interesting and I, i'd hate to lose those moments where you know you can just kind of skip over that uh interaction or conflict uh just be hop on a mount and jump in loot the chest and run out you know uh flying mounts would even further increase or complicate that problem so i for now, like I'm open to the idea of mounts. I'm not sure the game really needs it, but I would I would be very against uh, any sort of flying mount at this point. Yeah, I, I would agree. All right, man. Well, anything else that you you can think about? I mean, this map is pretty cool, dude. It's it's not what I expected, but there are a lot of now islands jetting off of the uh, the main uh, island of Eternum. And again, I think if this is the launch product, then then that's great. They can always add more islands later. And and with the the time vibe that uh, New World has, dude, they could always have some sort of portal on the island that takes you to another island or a distant dimension or universe. Or It's hard to tell where they're going to go uh, with the lore of the game, but I, I, it's so different. I, it kind of uh, is fun to think about for sure. It is, man. I can't wait. I'm here for it. I will be here for it no matter what the release product is like. I'm going to be here, man, and I can't wait, dude. I'm incredibly excited. I I uh I'm okay with it if they release a map this big. If not, dude, I'm totally fine with the with the map the way it was. I think there's plenty to do on there as long as they add more content and then we can play that for a little while and then maybe get an expanded map later on, dude. I'm there for that too. So, I'm just I'm I'm dude, I'm super excited. I'm ready to play this freaking game, man. Yeah, I will I will say if they do make the increase the size of the map, obviously I would like to see them increase the size of the max players that allowed on a server, right? Uh, yeah, that's I think that would be a good that, choice. Yeah. So if they do, if they do, if this is something they're uh, going to do, then obviously uh, in turn you would think that they're also going to increase the amount of player base uh, that uh, is available on the server because that's important. You don't want to run around this massive map and only run into like one or two players while you're exactly, exactly. Stuff, so. so I know we're trying to wrap this up, but during the preview event, did you have any issues running around and never really seeing anyone? Uh, you know, I saw, always saw people for sure. One of the things that you don't run into much as a PVP -er is like there was towards the end, it was hard to find PVP fights, you know? Um, yeah. And that's something that's concerning because obviously, you know, doing PVP missions and never running into anybody flagged in PVP there, it kind of, you know, reduces the, uh, threat or the feel of the uh, PVP mission. So I would hope that 
maybe they look at the flagging system and and the benefits of flagging and and how that PvP mission system works and influence and and hopefully they can find ways to make that more appealing to a greater uh you know greater group of audience uh, within the new world uh, game because you know it's not fun it's not fun to run around uh, looking for pvp and not finding any uh on a nightly basis yeah absolutely and i think you're right man i think along with a bigger map has to come a higher player cap for sure because with the amount of players we had on the preview i always seen players but if they doubled the map size that would That'd be crazy if they didn't increase the server right. size as well, uh, because you're right. That would suck to run around in a game like this for an hour and not see anyone. We definitely don't want that. That's bad gameplay. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll happen, man. I would, I would think it would, right? That, yeah. I mean, I would think that's kind of a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, our buddies, uh, New World Order show mentioned in chat that their goal is player density. So you know. And that makes sense, right? Like this world is supposed to be like a, a new world, uh, pardon the pun, that uh, you know all of these explorer, uh, explorers have found and are trying to settle. And it would make sense, like if they're you explore this island and you know you're the first one on the island and there's no one else on the island and you're just going around controlling territories at will. I mean, you know, there's got to be conflict. There's got to be player population. There's got to be uh, you know reasons to take territories and build influence and stuff like that. Those are key. Uh, components of the game so uh let's just hope that they you know continue to reassess those uh those limits on the servers and obviously the map size because i i think this would be uh perfect uh for launch if they do choose to do this yeah i'm i don't have any problem with it at all all right man well there's another episode for you um Bordy. uh guys real quick again company of the week uh it's something we're doing we're going to start doing now on a regular basis if you want to be uh on an episode of New World to Go, go check out New World Fans. Sign your uh, company up there. Uh, we appreciate uh, everybody who's done that so far. Uh, and a shout out to Eternum's Calling uh, for our company of the week. Also, guys, go check out StudioLoot.com. We have uh, multiple uh, podcasts over there, including New World to Go, that you can check out. And our other our other websites, NewWorldFans.com. Anything you need about New World. Oh, Bordy just put up a new uh, article over there about armor and it's very very enlightening and intriguing and and everything you need to know is in that um article so go check that out at new world fans all right Bordy, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet yeah man you can find me on twitter at the bdlg youtube is at the bdlg i just dropped another new world video over there yesterday and then you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash bdlg and then of course creating content for studioloot.com which uh houses newworldfans.com and I am Redbird with a Y. You can find me at Twitch and YouTube at the same name. Uh, also on Twitter, I am I am Redbird. Follow the Studio Loot Twitter, guys. You guys have been doing a great job. We're growing fast over there at that Twitter account. Uh, that's where all the uh, notifications, the announcements, everything like that comes for uh, New World to Go, New World Fans, all of our other content that we have over there. Uh, you guys definitely need to follow that account. Uh, we're grateful for you guys' support on a weekly basis. Uh, excited to be in the New World community, as always. And uh, we'll see you on another episode of New World to Go. 